All right. Well, we are live. Welcome to another episode of Sweet Stories, where we dive deep into the journeys of professionals making waves in the digital realm. Today, we have the privilege of hosting an individual who's on our team uh, and has seamlessly blended the world of sports, analytics, and business transformation. Randall West is a consultant here at Nuage, an alumnus of the Eisenberg School of Management. We'll dive deeper into his story, what's resonated with him and his digital transformation journey from his days as a dual sport athlete at D1 University to mastering systems like SQL, SAP, Excel. Randall's got a pretty unique story and we're really excited to share that with you all. I'm Louis Bala, partner here at Nuosh. I'm here with my co-host, Gina Ostrowski. Randall, it's an honor to have you on Sweet Stories. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Randall, it's a pleasure to have you here. It's great working with you as well, um, but we, let's let's get started. Could you maybe walk us through your unique journey in being a dual sport athlete to mastering the world of business analytics? Absolutely. So uh, regarding the dual sport athlete, I ended up getting a scholarship to UMass for football solely. And about two years into my football experience, there was an opportunity to try out for the basketball team. And it probably always been my first passion growing up. So I ultimately tried out and made it, which was a pretty, pretty interesting experience. A lot of scheduling issues definitely came up that had to be addressed. So I was lucky to have uh, some academic uh, advisors to uh, help me navigate those waters. But ultimately it ended up being a great experience in both worlds. And it also led me to what I ultimately wanted to do, which was try to use some type of data perspective outlook uh, to influence businesses and um, create positive outcomes. So that led me to my graduate degree in business analytics, um, which is a little different than my undergraduate degrees in economics and sport management. But I really wanted to have the ability to see metrics, take, take them in and try to visualize them uh, ultimately for whatever purpose, key stakeholders or your own decision making and it was a great experience uh, that I'll never forget in graduate school. And ultimately that parlayed into uh, something that I wasn't even sure I'd get into NetSuite. So um, I ended up having a weird connection with a recruiter um, for Oracle NetSuite Direct. And it kind of snowballed from there. It was really one of the only interviews, I think I only took two coming out of college and it just progressed faster and faster. And before I knew it, I was, already signed on and and fully a part of, of the ERP space and the tech space. So that's that's a little bit about my background and how I got there. Um, but it was it's it's been a great experience so far. And Randall with, with just the and sorry to cut you off, Gina, but with just the constant evolution of of NetSuite as an application, um, yeah, and and I know from experience working with you with just all these third party applications. Biggest question I think not only we have, but probably the audience has is like somebody with your seniority, how do you keep up? Uh, I think you always have to keep your eye out uh, for new solutions to specific problems that businesses are trying to address. So um, when I was first starting in NetSuite, there were some integration requests uh, that were handled on projects. Um, most of them uh, post-implementation 
a few of them during the implementation. Now what you're starting to see more and more is it's transitioning from post implementation into the actual implementation uh, mm -hmm. because companies want to have that seamless transition after go live and not have to worry about setting it up after. So you kind of have to have your ear to the ground. Um, I rely on a lot of other consultants here um, and Glenn uh, to provide any new information on something that might be coming down the pipeline. Uh, just so if it doesn't come across a project and a lot of that, you're going to learn on the job. Um, mm -hmm. It's a part of being um, a tech consultant is you see something uh, that your client wants. Um, you might not have the, you might not be as knowledgeable about it as you'd like, but once you do your due diligence, uh, you become more and more comfortable with that specific aspect that they're asking for. And ultimately you're able to present it to them in a timely fashion. Um, the pitfalls uh, and the pros uh, that they also would see by implementing that. Yeah. And, and I guess, you know, something that's touted, but also, um, you know, curious to get your thoughts. Are the integrations or the third party apps getting easier and, and playing nicer with NetSuite or is it still a total crapshoot because there's just more and more <laughs> these days? Uh, I think it's nicer. Um, okay. I think one of the, and I was talking about it this morning with a client about Saligo, um, how three years ago when I started, Saligo was, yes, they were they were there, but there were a few other third-party providers um, that linked some of these integrations. But in my three years, Saligo has fostered such a dynamic relationship with NetSuite. And mm -hmm. it has, in fact, become easier and easier to connect um, integrations into NetSuite and set up some of that mapping so that your data flows seamlessly from whatever source you're trying to connect into NetSuite. So I think for the most part, I mean, there's always going to be new applications that come in, but I also think the support uh, for these integrations has also taken leaps. You're seeing uh, support teams from eBiz or ShipStation that are helping NetSuite consultants uh, leverage the full functionality of what whatever that client's trying to gauge, uh, gain, excuse me. So whereas when it was first started in integrations, when you're a new consultant uh, starting out in the practice, there's some sort of mystery, uh, there's some sort of shroud surrounding it. There's the APA, API yeah. docs, like good luck. Yeah, yeah good luck. And here's the, here's the guidelines and go ahead, uh, uh, go get your uh, your feet wet. But now there's a much more, many more resources uh, to use, um, to utilize so that you have it set up properly. And so that by whatever go live the first of the month, you're ready, ready to roll, ready to hit the ground running. So... You've also emphasized the importance of teamwork, uh, Randall, in your professional journey. How has this belief shaped your approach to consulting and digital transformation? Obviously, you have some great disciplines, teamwork, all that, but tell us a little bit more. If we could uh, so when you're, I mean, when you're playing any type of sport in general, um, teamwork is one of the founding principles uh, that you're going to learn um, from a young age. But as you get to college, it takes on a new meaning. Um, you have specific individuals like strength coaches and people that are overseeing how that teamwork and camaraderie is fostered and built. So 
because you're going to get so many as opposed to high school or youth sports. Those are the kids that you grew up with. You know them well. When you get into uh, college, it's a melting pot. Um, even if you're not an athlete, it's, there's people from much different backgrounds, different places that all have different stories. So you get pretty adept to becoming a people person per se, learning how different people operate, how they think um, about their core beliefs, and then ultimately how to work with them. And that flows seamlessly into consulting because every job is going to be different. The stakeholders are going to be different. The end user is going to be different. Um, the project manager is going to be different. So you really have to learn how to quickly, quickly, I should say, how to navigate person personalities. Um, so if you're dealing with a client that might be a little bit harder to work with, there could be specific easy wins that you can set up your set yourself up for uh, to gain trust from from an early stage of that of that project. And yeah. it can make life much easier. I mean, I'd love to say that every client I've ever worked with was lovely and <laughs> got everything done on time in a timely fashion as according to the project schedule. But uh, I'd be lying. That's that's not the case. Um, but yeah, learning to navigate every personality that you're going to come across that project and almost be a chameleon um, mm -hmm. and to connect personally, personally with them, because undertaking the implementation is not easy for anyone. You're pretty much disrupting the lives of any end user that you have at that company. Um, and you're forcing them to learn something new and go out of their comfort zone. So it's increasingly important to foster some of those relationships, that camaraderie, that teamwork, and that's key to having a successful implementation overall. Yeah. And, and Randall, um, I guess for the audience, uh, you've been very modest with your your career as a D1 <laughs> athlete. I mean, as as the quarterback for your team, I mean, you know, everything from from understanding the routes, understanding to the you know individual players and their personalities, egos alike. Um, you know, are you are you looking at projects when you first engage? You know, as as kind of that six month, eight month sprint. Um, you know, are you focused more on those quick wins? How do you how do you kind of personally map things out, you know, as you go into these projects? Okay, so as I go into these projects, a lot of concern from the client side. Um, it's almost the reverse of missing the forest for the trees. Um, a lot of these stakeholders see a six to eight six to eight month implementation as a daunting task. Mm -hmm. So, and it can be scary, and there's been failed implementations before, and uh, usually those are become increasingly expensive. So really trying to, and our project managers here and some of mine back at NetSuite Direct did a great job of breaking it into stages so that you can hit uh, benchmarks along the way that ease the client, ease the client, make it seem more attainable. So when I start an implementation or whenever any one of my team members starts an implementation, it's really about let's not take a look at the overview of the project right. and all the tasks that need to get done. Let's take a look at personalization and how your business works. And then once I gather that information, then we can move on to the next thing. And then once you, once you get enough things accomplished, then the picture usually starts to come together. And that's the same thing in college. Um, when you're, when you're an athlete, is the coaches are not telling you to look at the full 12 game schedule. They're telling you to take it a week, a week at a time, a mm -hmm. day, day by day, practice by practice. Um, 
because once you start to look at the overall process and the overarching themes, then that can take away from what you're doing on a daily basis to reach those goals. And it almost it almost becomes some unattainable beast that you're nervous about or always striving to succeed. So it uh, it makes it easier if you can break it break it into segments um, mm-hmm. that and goals that can be achieved. So that when you're hitting those goals, it it feels great to be hit those goals, and the morale stays up, and you're really starting to see that project efficiency. So that's that's an easier way to think about it. Uh, very insightful. I appreciate that. And I guess we'll end it with um, the best book that you've uh, you've come across, or maybe in your past you've had a mentor or resource of some sort that's been mm-hmm. pivotal in shaping your perspective in business or technology. Could you you share that with us, please? Uh, a couple resources. So one was my original manager at uh, NetSuite. Um, he, I mean, he, it's not, he's had some technical background, had been a consultant at NetSuite. So it's always nice to know that your manager has been in your shoes. And also when you're a young consultant and you're still learning everything and they throw you, they throw you in the practice and you're not going to know everything. Um, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get specific clients that hound you and there's going to be bad days. So having somebody in your corner, to calm you down, uh, tell you it's okay that you don't know everything and have your back is really, really essential in any profession, in any industry uh, to becoming a a successful professional in whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, I had, I think it was, and he might not even know know this. I had another consultant um, named Devin. And this was probably the first project I'd seen that was a problem stakeholder that was very concerned about the success of the project and always so always something going on and watching the way he handled um, handled that project from a consulting perspective you know, it solely so uh, not to say that he wasn't a talented consultant technically um, but just from managing personalities and consulting skills he really that was the first time I'd ever seen somebody handle a a set of problems in an efficient manner um, that really fostered a ton of trust with the client and allowed allowed it to not be as hostile at times, allowed it to be a little bit more light so that when you're coming into NetSuite, because what you want is you want to have a good experience. You want to be able to come into an implementation and look forward to some of those meetings, even though nobody, I mean, it's not glamorous to go through a two hour walkthrough on your financials uh, or your procurement. But if you can have a good overall uh, perspective or outlook on that project, then it makes it all, all the easier uh, when you're going through some of those calls. So that was, that was great for me to see uh, great learning experience. And I appreciate both of them probably more than they know. Yeah. It's important. Those early mentors early in your career, I think I can remember mine specifically and they just take a hold of you and, and help you with disciplines and, you know, work ethic and, and all that. And good stuff. Accountability. accountability yeah, is key. For sure. Well, we, you know, Reno want to thank you for joining us today and you know, sharing your insights. 
experience in the dynamic kind of world of all things business, NetSuite. Um, can you tell us a little bit on, on what you're doing these days? Kind of give you the last word before we wrap things up? Sure. Um, so we've been specializing on some manufacturing pro uh, projects lately. Um, so I've been learning a lot of new things about uh, design to build and inventory in manufacturing that I hadn't been as up to speed for originally. And then also a lot of my work recently, specifically this summer and last spring, uh, has gone into our stratus engagement. So a managed service contract uh, that provides support to a bunch of our clients on a monthly basis, which is, is different than in, in a normal implementation. But it's also very interesting because you get a lot of oddball questions that you may not know if it's possible in NetSuite and you have to do your due diligence and you end up coming across elegant solutions um, that other consultants have used to work around specific principles. And then you also go down a rabbit hole and find out it's not uh, achievable. So and then you have to rethink. So it really sparks your creativity as a consultant, which uh, I always thought was was good to have. And then it's it's been also it's been great. to I've been lucky enough to work with very, very nice, um, accommodating clients uh, as a part of Stratus. And I, I can't say enough for what it's been so far. And I, I guess from a personal level, I know you're a um, I believe it's a Giants fan for football, right? Absolutely. How how hard uh, do you think the Jets are going to go this year? You think they're going to go all the way with Rodgers or? Uh, I don't. I, don't I actually watched Hard Knocks last night on that, and uh, it's the AFC is just good. it's a tough conference. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could see them potentially winning the AFC East, uh, but that division is absolutely stacked: the Dolphins <laughs> and the Bills. Yeah, um, and then you have the Chiefs that are going to be there. The Jaguars are coming up, which I'm sure people in Jacksonville are <laughs> real happy about that. And then you got the Chargers and a bunch of these young teams that are trying to work their way up. So the AFC is going to be a juggernaut this year. Yeah, I think they have a chance to be pretty good, um, maybe final four teams in the AFC, but it's going to be a steep climb for them to try to, to try to make it all the way through the AFC to the Super Bowl at least. Yeah. Well, maybe a, a story for another time, Randall, a couple of us, you know, Trevor Lawrence screwed up Waffle Houses. It was packed. So, you know, to our, to our listeners, you know, just remember the journey to digital transformations, a marathon, not a sprint. At Nuage, we're dedicated to assisting businesses and harnessing the power of NetSuite. You don't have to do it alone. The Nuage team is here to guide you. I think Randall's a, a great testament to that. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to bringing you more insights from industry leaders in our upcoming episodes of Sweet Stories. If you have any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future guests, please reach out to us at Nuage. Thank you, Randall, again. We appreciate your time today. Thank you to my co-host, Gina. Hope everybody has a great day. Thanks for having me.